0: This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, our guest is Sandy Dalton, KLZR's Wednesday noon to 2 o'clock Rockin' the Range DJ. She's a member of KLZR's program committee, and helps curate our extensive digital library. Today, we're going to be exploring punk music, Sandy's uh, musical passion. So, hey-ho, let's go. Sandy, welcome to the program.
1: Hi, thanks. (laughs) Uh,
0: I thought it would be interesting to explore punk, because uh, not everybody has an appreciation for the genre, and they'll run across that on the dial and wonder what this is all about. So, thanks for stopping by to uh, educate us. So, in a nutshell, what's, what's punk music?
1: Something that started a lot earlier than most people are probably aware back in 1967 with Iggy Pop, Iggy and the Stooges, and then really grew in the early to mid-70s, kind of starting out at a time where music had gotten really way too mellow for a lot of people and just something very new and very fresh and raw and... um Loud and fast. <laughs> As I
0: think of punk, I think of sort of the mid-70s through the early 80s when mm-hmm. it really hit its stride. So the Ramones were in New York City, the Clash, and the Sex Pistols in London, and even my hometown in the sleepy Midwest, Cleveland, Ohio, oh, yeah. spawned the electric eels and Dead Boys. So uh, uh, it was a global phenomenon, I, I think, uh, at, at that point.
1: Yes, yes.
0: So... Now, recently you started a show with Iggy Pop's Dog Food, yeah. and then you went to Heroes by David Bowie. The first definitely has that punk feel. The second one, not as much, but there's, there's certainly a connection. How, how wide do you take your umbrella on your show?
1: I'll go pretty wide with it. I like to really play songs that show these connections between the different artists with David Bowie and Iggy Pop, they were very close friends. They did a lot of writing and recording together, and spent a lot of time. Uh, I even have one album that I play songs off of that has both of them performing together. So I will. I do that. I like to to really try to tie it in as I go along, kind of like I was doing today, playing the different bands. Then that maybe go back and cover the other bands, and then somebody that's performed. Worked with one, and then they have their own band and just kind of go through that whole flow, even though mm-hmm. I don't always announce all of that.
0: Sort of the, uh, that musical evolution with, yeah. uh, that groups uh, go, go through. Now, how did you get interested in punk?
1: I saw Rock and Roll High School when I was 10 years old uh, on TV, on cable, mm-hmm. and that was the Ramones, and I was hooked from there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, punk seemed to have a resurgence in the 90s Groups like The Offspring, Blink-182 And we were talking earlier about Billy Joe Armstrong and Green Day Which had a punk label But they were pretty mainstream How, how do you view that 90s resurgence? Is that, is that the real thing or is that just, uh, just an aftershock?
1: Most of that is stuff that I don't really listen to It's not really my thing there's one band from the early mid-90s u.s bombs they formed in 93 that i think has really the more real punk rock sound Mm -hmm. but it's a little most of the 90s stuff was too pop for me
0: okay now you were talking about rock got kind of boring i remember seeing quicksilver messenger service in about 1972 and they went through these endless solos. And, and some people just call it noodling. <laughs> uh, and I've, I've seen it said that, yeah, people lost the ability to play like Jimi Hendrix, where you had this real fire going on. And so uh, punk is very stripped down. Many of the songs are very short. You don't get these long solos. So that's, that's I think, part of the genre. Yeah. And I, I think I lived through that, that part where it just got a little sleepy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs>
0: Is there a current punk scene, or was it a point in time? And you keep going back to the the seventies and eighties for your music.
1: Um, a lot of these bands are actually still playing. We've got a lot of bands that were having fortieth anniversary tours in the last couple years, and mm-hmm. so that's pretty amazing to see. Mm-hmm. Then there are there's some newer stuff I've been listening to. Um, Hillbilly Moon Explosion. They started in 98, but they just put out a new album called The Sparky Sessions with Sparky from Demented Argo, which was formed in 82. So they do more of like the rockabilly type stuff, but they do, you know, new music. You get a lot of the old bands, though, still doing new stuff and and doing tours and doing new albums and I'm listening more to the psychobilly stuff on the newer bands.
0: Is it hard to keep it fresh after 40 years and you're 40 years older and that, that sort of thing? Obviously, you see that with the Rolling Stones and groups like that that are... It's like the Geritol tour. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, they seem to do pretty good at, at keeping it going and keeping it um, energetic, you know, which got to be hard which, to do. Which is,
0: which is a main part of it. It's got to be aggressive, it's got to be fast, it tends to be short. Yeah. Uh, those, those sorts of things. If there's somebody out there in Radio Land that says, I don't know anything about this punk, I should test it out by buying a few albums, a few CDs. What, what would, where would you send them to kind of test out punk?
1: I would start with Iggy Pop, the Ramones, and the Sex Pistols just to kind of get your basic Ground covered, and then I would also check out the Misfits X and the cramps and the attics and that would get you a really good start as
0: you know because I've mentioned it i'm going to have a companion interview with David Niemeyer on classical music, and his answer to that question is going to be oh it's uh, Brahms and Chopin and uh, you know he will <laughs> yeah. have a different list but but for the same outcome, I think, what are a few memorable concerts? You've seen?
1: Well, I've seen the Ramones five times.
0: And where would you have seen them?
1: I saw them in Dallas, Boulder, and Denver. Okay. And I the I think it was the second time I saw them was the Escape from New York tour. Mm. So that was the Ramones, Debbie Harry, David Byrne, and the Tom Tom oh, wow. Club. Wow. And that was that was just really, really cool. I saw the Sex Pistols do a recent, like a more recent Ninety six, ninety seven at Red Rocks. Oh wow! And that was pretty, you know, just to even get to see that was amazing <laughs> at that point in time. So,
0: I remember going to Fitzgerald's in Houston, which was a small club to see Dropkick Murphys, which oh, yeah. which are kind of a Irish, yeah. kind of a punk band. I, I would, yeah, I would think so. That was that was very entertaining, and the uh, usher basically the, the guy showing me and said you might want to sit like up there, you know, get away from the front of yeah. the stage. So, and and that that turned out to be good advice. What about the Pogues? Are they punk at all? I mean, they're pretty traditional Irish, but they have an energy to them. A-
1: yeah, and and I know that some of their stuff is considered punk, and I think they kind of go. A really broad range. I don't. I haven't listened to a lot of their stuff.
0: Yeah, I think Shane McGowan's voice is so raw and real that it 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 tends toward that. I I think, but I don't think it. It's probably the straight thing. You mentioned a few artists uh, that people might get their collection started with. Who are your favorite artists that you haven't mentioned? I mean, you mentioned Ramones. Obviously, your big Iggy, Iggy Pop is on your list. I think David Bowie must be on your list.
1: Yeah. I would say also Bauhaus and New York Dolls, well, Stray Cats. I listen to a lot of stray cats, stray cats also, and I did see them in concert. They had broken up and gotten back together, and they've done that, you know, a hundred times since then, I think, and they just did their 40th reunion uh, album that just came out in <laughs> May or something, but I got to see them I was 15.
0: Wow. I got to see the Brian Setzer Orchestra, uh, and that was great. And uh, part of the show was breaking down into the just the stray cats. Uh, now, if you could uh, bring to Westcliff any artist or band or collection of artists, living or dead, to put on a personal concert for you, who would be in that group?
1: Oh, well, I'd have to do Ramones again. Mm-hmm. That just, I don't think I could see them enough times. Mm-hmm. And then I'd love to see Hillbilly Moon Explosion, and I really want to see Iggy Pop. I've seen Iggy Pop, but it's been, I don't know, almost 30 years. Now, uh,
0: Ramones have had multiple members of their group. I mean, they're not all still living from the original
1: group. Right. So Marky's still alive, and CJ, who was... A bass player later down the road, I actually saw when we went to Escape from New York tour, he was pretty new with them, and I met him, mm-hmm. and he was very excited because he was brand new and he'd been a big <laughs> fan forever. So Marky was the drummer, and he's still alive, and CJ's still alive, and I don't think anybody else is left.
0: It would be great to have the Ramones right there in the Jones Theater. They'd yeah? Pe- they probably tear up oh, the Jones Theater. Yeah. that
1: would be great. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Because that's that's a great size venue to see a, a group like that. Because you're close to the close to the action. So, what is your desert island CD collection? That is, you can only have four or five CDs in the punk realm. What what would they what would they tend to be?
1: I would probably have to do Ramones Mania and Iggy Pop has. There's a a Million in Prizes is like in the anthology and mm-hmm. of course. I'm buying myself a lot of music here because I'm getting the albums with the most songs on them. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then I'd want to have some Hillbilly Moon Explosion and oh Misfits. I'd have to have Misfits or okay. I'd go insane.
0: Okay, what is there? Anything else as we run out of time here that's left unsaid on the on the punk scene? I don't think so. If you could, if you could go back to any point in time to some concert or some not a specific concert necessarily, but yeah, like. New York City in 79 uh, or something like that. What 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 would it be?
1: I would definitely like to to go to CBGB during the like the mid 70s.
0: And CBGB was one of the major punk clubs in New York. Yeah.
1: Yeah, right? that's where Ramones and Dead Boys and Blondie and Talking Heads and just it seems like everybody, you know, <laughs> started there.
0: Great. Well, thanks for sharing your uh, knowledge and love of punk music with us today. Yeah, thank you. Our guest today has been Sandy Dalton, KLZR's Wednesday noon to two rock the range DJ. Check out her punk selections uh, every Wednesday at noon. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground.